Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course. And I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. You but Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. My name is Sean. I'm here with co-host Terry. What up? We got a special show. This one is close to my heart. I got one of my graduate students here, Jaden, with me back in the building from when we were here last time with Good Shepherd Services. And I also got my son, the first time on the show, <laughs> Chase Meister. Say what up to the people, Chase. What's up? And we're doing a little show about college expenses, finances, postgraduate and graduate. I'm a college graduate, so I can talk a little bit about after fact. So is Terrence, you're old school with me, you're in the old school bin. <laughs> we got Jaden, who's a few years into college and transferring, and we got Chase that just finished his freshman year in college. So let's just kind of get into it, and let's try to give some tips. So Chase, you spent your first year at college at the great Georgia State University, right? What would you give us some financial tips to help new freshmen through the year? What kind of worked for you as far as finances and, you know, some stories that maybe didn't work for you and that you would give them advice on? Uh, just don't spend it. your money on unnecessary, unnecessary things, I guess. Like what? What were you, were you spending? Were you spending anything unnecessary? Well, things can start to add up, I guess, because you have to pay for parties a lot of the time too, and you know, take advantage of your meal plan. I would say because food adds up too. If you don't really need to drive, you know, public transportation, save money on gas, I guess. So you stay, you stayed within the meal plan most times. You didn't go out Chick Fil Aing or McDonald'sing or in any of those other places. You stayed. You nah, kind of took the meal plan was there most time. I used it. Good. And how did that work out for you? It was good. I saved a lot of money because I didn't have to spend too much. So I guess too, what happens too is like, especially when you're freshman year, is really take advantage of those services before for your first year, just so you get comfortable with college, and then maybe your second year, maybe you might start to think otherwise, deviate a little, but you think just registering for a meal plan or that kind of thing and staying on cap is actually is a good thing you would say for your first year yeah let me ask you this as well what was your biggest uh financial mistake when you look back you're like damn i wish i didn't do that 
parties, I guess, because they're like $20, especially like when you first get to college. You want to see what college parties are like. You go there every weekend. You got to pay like $20 like every weekend. And also on the Ubers to get there, too. I mean, it's different if you're like, depending where you're all safe in New York, you know, you can take the train. But at least when I was in Atlanta, if the driver where those Ubers add up, I would say that, too. So it's still like, even for entertainment-wise, you're saying even still budgeting yourself, kind of handpicking which parties to go to and which ones not to go to just from an expense standpoint yeah. and, and getting in the whole cost of the party. It's not just the entrance to get in. It's also the get, the cost to get there and get back home. And I know you don't drink, right? So we don't have to worry about the alcohol, correct? So that's yeah. not part of the equation, correct? But all that comes into play when you're going out. A night could easily cost you $100 if you, in, as far as transportation and everything. Yeah, because it's like maybe like 20 to get there, 20 to go back, and then you also got to pay for the party to get in. See, right. look at that. Adds up. That's, yeah. a, lesson, that's a good lesson to learn early, all right? All right, let's pivot to, to Mr. Jaden. So you're in college and you're transferring out. What are some of the um, things you can mention as far as expense-wise that people should be aware of, you know, in college? What are you thinking? So the first thing I would say is that there's a possibility to find free things. Like, um, what I did was... I was in CUNY, so I was doing BMCC. And what CUNY 2, shout out to CUNY, man. <laughs> on to Baruch, shout out to of you, course. man. And in BMCC, I realized that when you're actually registering for classes, what you can do is that there's like a little spot that shows if the books are free or you pay for them. Right. So I would go and I would choose all the classes that had the free ones. And if I couldn't, then I would use this on some sites where you can find the IBN of the book. Right. And then search it up, 100%. get the PDF and stuff, because, you know, of course, some professors like, oh, you have to have the physical book and all that. So I would print it out and then staple it together, basically make it seem like it was the actual book. So I love know, it. They could get off my backs because <laughs> I'm a broke college student. You got to make your work, right? <laughs> yeah. Now I feel you, man. I feel mm -hmm. you. So I was doing everything I can to, like, spend as little as possible. I, Knowing the area that you're in, your location, mm -hmm. is, like, such an important aspect of it because BMCC has a lot of expensive things around there, but... Of course, there's a couple like, you know, mom and pop restaurants and stuff where it's cheap that you can go to. And like also not when you get your your FAFSA refund, especially budgeting and realizing what you want to spend and what you don't want to spend. There's a lot of things that are really tempting, especially I know I keep using BMCC a lot, but like at BMCC, there's Forever 21, the Fulton Mall, and all that. And you're right, you're like in the to, financial district of yeah, New York City. So like there's stuff around Tribeca there. area, exactly, and yeah. it's, it's so much going on. And you're like, oh, I can I can probably like have enough if I just spend like a little here for some clothes, and then like a little here for some shoes. But in actuality, as um, Chase has said, all that adds up. It does. So you just want to make sure to like keep your um, keep tabs on everything that you're doing. All right, I love it. You bring me back to my older days. I had lived off dollar pizza. I had to. At the time, dollar pizza was really a dollar, and it was how I was feeding myself <laughs> from come lunchtime because I had to make it work. So, you know, you got to cut back on certain things. Let me ask you this, Jaden. As you went through, what was your biggest kind of financial mistake? Because you look back on like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing then, but, you know, I learned. My biggest financial mistake, I thought that I had enough to also help out other people. Okay. I was I was that one friend who would go and I'd help out this friend because they're struggling with this. And I'm like, all right, I got it. You know, you get like probably like 
two three k from the um the fast food. So fast you're thinking, refund, that, yeah. yeah, you're thinking that okay, I got this. It's gonna be okay, but in actuality, everything was adding up. So I'm I'm spending like probably like giving a hundred dollars to this friend because they needed something is going on in their life, and like this friend they need food, and I'm paying for food for them, and I'm not realizing what's going on, and in the end, I was broke and. They wasn't there to, you know, they like, support there to give me. It back. Yeah. Right, I got you. So yeah. it's like I, I wasted my money on you and you're not there. So what did what really just happened to me? And it, that made me realize that I had the budget and also I had to think for myself and be for myself out there. I think I, just in life, you have to have that mentality. Like, you know, if you got to make sure you're good before you start thinking about, you know, other people, because. The end of the day, like when they say you get on a plane, even with children, you know, make sure your oxygen mask is on, on first, first they tell you. and then the kids <laughs> after. So I agree with you. And you can, you know, peer pressure, especially at your age, can be a thing, you know. So I think all your points were, were valid. I mean, I think a lot of things you guys were saying, too, it just reminds me of, like, just creating a budget and being disciplined and sticking with it. Like, I remember when I got those, like, grant checks or financial aid or whatever the case may be, you thought you were rich, like a, a $5,000, this is all mine, I can do what I want with it, like, you know, so you have to really budget that out and stretch it out over the months and stick with that budget. Managing your finances is, is important to let survive in college. Most people, like I would say, I tell my son Chase this all the time, you know, people that graduate college, they're not smart, they're, they're not smarter than the person that didn't graduate, they just have more di discipline, they were more committed to it, you know, so... And a lot of financial stress can make a person drop out. Even fighting your own urges is something you're starting to learn to do. When I was 18, I got in credit card debt. I got in credit card debt after like six months. Uh, just because I, you know, I was spending the money. I wasn't being stupid about it. But it's the first time I had to learn to do a budget. So even coming in with that mindset, being prepared, can help you navigate. And you learn lessons quickly. Like That's why I asked you guys kind of what you learned. Because once it happens a couple of times, you go to a party, Chase spends $300 going back and forth on Ubers to different parties, and they're like, okay, I'm not doing that next time. So. Yeah, a lot of people spend their money on, like, their refund money. At least when I was in Atlanta, I'm like, Miami spring break and stuff like that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so what made you the conscious effort not to do that? Even, like, I respected you. Like, I always say, Chase, do you want to come home? And you're like, no, I'm good. What made you de decide, like, I'm not going to do all these extra things and spend all this money? I don't know. I just don't see the purpose of it, like, in the future, I guess. So I'd rather just stay back and just focus on what I need to do. Damn, Sean, yeah, good job. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. That's what's up. So another thing I would say about debt. Now, debt is a tricky, it's a tricky thing, you know, and it just gets down to simple math. If you were, if you're like have high, if you graduate from college, you got this high credit card debt and all that kind of stuff, you want to pay that off as quickly as possible. But some people, I think, they let their student loan become their Achilles heel and stop their initial growth. Because the growth that you're going to get when you graduate from college within the next 10 years is a foundational growth. Like, it's going to take you into your mid-30s. It's going to take you into your 40s. And if you do it right, you could be in that much greater position rather than, like, I've seen people still suffering when they get to my age. So I think, like, if you, like, and I ran out the box, I want to pay off my student loan, pay off my student loan. Like, you know, I don't think your student loan should hinder you from doing basic things, like, getting your own, buying your own property, getting your own real estate. Like I would say, especially if your real estate, if your interest rate is low for your student loan, like less than 2%, less than 3%, it makes sense just to keep making those minimal payments until you buy your home, until you settled yourself financially. I know you may think I have this $100,000 student loan. Don't worry about the number because people get caught up with that number and in a race to pay it off, but it doesn't put you that much further You'd rather have spent the hundred grand that you spend paying it off in acquiring some assets that work for you. Because if you bought like a multiple property or you invested it properly, 
maybe the, the money that you're making from your investment can then start paying for your student loan. So I would say a lot of college students graduate college very overwhelmed by their student loan. And I'm not saying it's nothing you should be concerned about. You have to make the payments. But don't think you're in this sprint to pay it off. Make your payments. Continue to make your payments. But just respect the fact that there's other things you have to accomplish financially that may coincide with you paying off your student loan. It's, the order is not graduate, pay off student loan, then live. Yeah. And I think it comes across like that. People right. live like that. You know, Barack Obama finished paying off his student loans right before he became president. He didn't stop his life. He didn't say, I'm going to do all this stuff after I paid off, right? Personally, Sean, I know this goes back to one of your favorite stories you like to tell about when you paid off your student loan and kind of like some of your regret about it. Absolutely. So I had like $30,000 in student debt. That's probably like a small number to you guys now, but this is like 20 years. It was a lot back or, then. Yeah, and... <laughs> I remember I was at this aggressive, you know, I sold a property, my first property, I made a hundred grand and I spent $30,000 on a Mercedes truck, wrong, a, a depreciating asset. Then I paid $30,000 off to buy, pay off my student loan. And then I had $30,000 I would use to buy another building. Okay, so wait, if Chase gets a Mercedes truck, you can't be angry at him then? Chase is not getting a Mercedes truck. <laughs> 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 so I remember the day going into the bank, it was yesterday. I was like so excited to go in there and give them this check. And I honestly thought there'd be confetti coming down, balloons, like, he paid it off in one <laughs> check and blah, blah, blah. It was nothing. No celebration. My life didn't change. But in hindsight, imagine if I used that 60000 that I spent buying the truck and buying and paying off my student loan. I bought two other buildings with that. Game How much changer. further I'd be. Game, Game changer. changer. And you would have paid off the loans. You wouldn't actually, you wouldn't, you personally wouldn't have had to pay it off. Your tenants would have paid, paid off. off. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So if I would have used that money to buy other buildings at the time where I was making money, I would have been that much further. And that's the point I'm trying to make. You really, it's not a race, you know. Yes, keep making your payments because it helps your credit score and all that great stuff, which you need to do. But don't think that life doesn't begin until I pay off my student loan. America is the greatest country in the world. It's the most highly debted country in the world. You know, it's trillions of dollars in debt. So debt, is, as long as it's managed correctly, is not a horrible thing. 100% agreed fully. Uh, Jaden, so kind of based on some of the stuff we're talking about, right? You're about to transfer. You're trying to you know, head into a new stage of your college experience. Uh, how do you kind of reconcile what you're thinking financially? Are you making things work? Are you, you know, you have a job on the side? Like, how are you kind of planned for the next stage of your college experience? Um... Well, right now I'm doing I'm doing two jobs so that I can save up for college okay. and stuff. So I have like a savings account going into that. And I'm just like trying to think long term instead of thinking short term like I was before. Before I was mainly on like the, okay, I have to do this now. Like this is important and not really focusing on anything else that was happening that's going to like come up later on. All right, Chase, so after your first year, you know, you learned some stuff about the parties, but heading into, you know, year two, three, four, what are you thinking in terms of work, managing your money? What are you looking forward to in terms as you head into the next stage here? One thing that I really want to get is my driver's license right now because I realize there's so many jobs you can get just because just for having a driver's license. Like, if you get your driver's license, like, so many jobs just call you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both, 
in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Like so many places just call you because they know you have a driver's license that will allow you to work there. It's crazy just because of that, for real. I see the independence coming out of you. You know, I, I'm proud to say I've seen slight changes. You know, I feel like, you know, you are becoming that responsible financial young man that I look forward to you continuing to strive for. So I think that's a good move. So, yeah, that's great stuff. And, you know, I know you guys are young. You as well, Terry. You're not thinking of that big retirement word. But it's something that, you know, I don't know if this, people are actually just going to quit on a certain day anymore like everybody talks how retirement is. But I think retirement is a good thing to save for and to have as a contingency. I've always been able to leverage my retirement. If I needed that short-term loan from my retirement account, I would take it, invest it, put it back in. You know, so I think building that retirement nest egg is an important thing. And if you're a first time home buyer, you can tap into it. You can always leverage it. So I think the earlier you can make continuous contributions, and I think that's one of the things that I didn't learn until I was in my 30s. And I wish I had done it actually in my 40s. I think I think I, I wish I had done it in my 20s where I was just depositing $100 into the market every week or every two weeks. The most important asset you have is time. And if you're like doing $100 a week or $50 a week, by the time you hit 40, you're going to have like thousands of dollars in the bank off just interest. And you'll be like, wow, I'm so happy I did this. And it's money that you didn't, even, that you didn't change your life when you were saving. Exactly. It's a, little, it's a little amount and it adds up to so much compounding over time. But like you said, a lot of people in their 20s, me included in my 20s, I didn't really think of it like that. Right. right. And I have it now, like in my early 30s, I'm doing it and things are working. But again, you have the resource of time when you're young. You know, the money adds up. The market works over time, especially for retirement accounts. So, you know, get involved with that early. You'll, you'll reap the benefits down the line. Uh, I got a last point here, uh, and I have a personal story with this too. Build your credit score, right? Get into the game of credit. It's a game changer. I mentioned before that when I was 18, 19, uh, I got some credit card debt, didn't pay it off, and ended up having a bad credit score up until like 23, 24. I was able to pay off everything and get things started again. 
But, you know, getting, making sure you're paying off your things on time. Do you guys have credit cards? No. Not yet? Okay. Once you get involved with it, listen, the credit game works. It can help. It can help you do a lot of things, but you have to make sure you can manage it. So you don't want to be in a situation where you don't have credit and you're not even building a score and you're, you know, you're going out there and they're looking to see how long you've had credit and you've only had it for a couple of years because you weren't doing it before. So get involved with credit cards. Make sure it's manageable. Listen to this show. We talk about it a lot. And make sure you're in, uh, you know, in good standing with your credit cards, paying them off on time so you can start building that credit score, which leads to so many rewards down the line. I got a bonus, the big B. All right. Do not let college ruin your finances. I've seen so many people do that where they get in this high credit card debt, they overspend in college, kill their credit score, and at a young age, they're in this catch-up game, they're in this bucket of bad credit, bad this, and it just carries on for so long. So be financially responsible throughout college. I remember I had a friend... He was in college, and he would take us out with this American Express card. I'm like, man, this guy's a baller. The guy had to file bankruptcy, credit shot. He, I didn't even know that he was never paying this American Express card. So don't let your college experience ruin you financially because it'll, it could, it could almost null the degree that you get. It could almost make it put you in a situation where I don't know the cost of the degree as far as the tuition costs and now your credit and your finance was worth it. So don't let this four-year experience ruin you down the road, even if it's for a short term. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get out of it clean. And like that even comes sometimes. No pun intended. Comes. Financially no. clean. <laughs> no pun intended. But even you know before it, these consider going to community college, transferring out state schools that are cheaper. You can't have college be this drain on you for 10, 15 years after you left, especially for an undergrad degree. It's just not worth it, especially in the economy and the world we're in today. So like Sean said, don't let this stuff linger and I'll be an anchor on you as you're trying to start your life and spread your wings. Absolutely. All right, that was a great show. I'm Sean Linda, the, black, the better half of two black guys. With good. Oh my God, I forgot. Let's let these young people say a little something yeah, before let them, we exit. Let them yeah. talk, man. Yeah, okay, Chase. Say something. Give, say something before you leave. What do you got to tell these people? To our millions of listeners, no, no pressure. Oh, yeah, so yeah, my name is Chase. I go to Georgia State University, and uh, you can follow my Instagram, One Love Chase. All right, what about you, Mr. Jaden? All right, my name is Jaden. Um, I go to, I'm going to Kingsborough, transferring from BMCC, and you're a musical genius, <laughs> are you not? Yep. Exactly. There you go, man. Be, be, be proud. Be confident. You love it. You love it. I'm Sean Lindo. Now I can finally say the better half two black guys with good credit. Your money is your money. People keep it in your damn top pocket. And good luck to all those college students out there. Big up yourself. Good luck to you all. I'm Terry. I'm out as well. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. And if there's one takeaway from this, don't let the college experience ruin you financially. Got on top of that. Take care, guys. Peace. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.